What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? So we pretend we just sang the song. Yeah, we just sang the song. And, <laughs> and before we get into talking about anything in the world, should we talk about our movies? Well, I think the movies are going to be the whole bulk of this. In fact, I think it'll be important that tomorrow we put pictures of the movies just to make sure our listeners have listened or watched those movies so that they can right. participate with us psychologically. Right. So, right. So, we'll, this is all now in the past that we're talking about, but we have posted already photos of what we're going to be talking about. Correct. Because that's basically what time is now. Time is collapsible and uh, shifts and goes backwards, forwards, and all around town. Um, exactly. All around town. All, all around town. All around town. But, um, we, had, but we had a nice time in our, in our Insta Live. Um, we did. Tuesday nights at eight, come come again. Tuesday nights at eight, we had a we had a great time. You were able to, um, and we even talked about dance. You got to you got to give the the tea on. Can't I remember his name anymore? Wayne Magugu. <laughs> right, right, right. Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Wayne. You were not <laughs> not. He he didn't fool you. I'm unamused. Yeah. Unamused, I tell you. Yeah. Wayne. Maybe I'll put that picture of Lauren Cuthbertson's pussy on the on the uh, on our with dance and stuff. She's an excellent dancer. It's nothing to do with her. She's phenomenal. One of my faves. But you didn't like the dance. <clears throat> it's offensive. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, let me tell you what, like, I'm not offended by seeing a vagina on stage. I'm not offended watching someone urinate on stage. I'm not offended to watch someone cut themselves on stage if it's in a good performance, if it's in a reasonable performance, a performance that's that's uh, good, that's enjoyable, and that... Uh, if it was well-made. If it was well-made. Exactly. If it was... You're, it's not even talking about the performance, because I, you're talking about performers who, uh, in that piece, that who we love, but that not well-made, right? Not well-made. Not well-made. So we, we had that. We had that. That was a discussion that um, that you just got a recap of, listeners, if you weren't at our Insta Live. What else did you miss? Um, we were joined by, I mean, we were joined by Joan Didion. That was incredible. I mean, so... I loved when Joan came. Well, I was glad that I could get her on. And... It is always scary um, in the middle of an Instagram Live when you realize you have half an hour left and nothing to talk about. Well... <laughs> We, we found new things. We got to do a pose-off. We, we also did some Meisner acting. Um, we did. We did a Thank Meis- you, Drew. We did a Meisner exercise. And we also um, deliberated with uh, some of our listeners about will you or will you not go to L.A.? So considering that this is coming out on a Friday, did you buy a plane ticket? I bought a plane ticket. I will be flying to Los Angeles on Friday, the day you're listening to this podcast. So you will, you could, people might be listening to this while you are in air, even. That's right. In my air hearse. Right. <laughs> As Butt Mittler said. Um, uh, we must find out who Butt Mittler is. Well, if, they, if they're okay with, if they're okay with being exposed. 
I don't need to talk about them on this podcast. Oh, I oh, think amongst oh, you and I. Oh, oh okay. You know, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so how are you feeling about going to L.A.? I feel really resolved at this point yeah. after after really going over the various scenarios multiple times. I feel it's going to be beautiful. I'm going to have space. It's going to feel safer. I feel like I won't feel as crazy. Um, I'll have more space to do leg circles in Cunningham class. I, I just feel it's going to be... You're going to have your own house. That's correct. I mean, it's it's very small. It's just a back house. But it, it, it's, you know, a kitchen and a living room and a bedroom yeah. and a bathroom. That's amazing. And it's going to be so beautiful there. Yes. And, That's correct. Um, and you'll get to finish watching all the screeners that you might not have... Scene. Whatever movie I haven't seen, it will be there. Yeah, yeah, the, they they will all be there, and you'll be you'll be able to see them. And um, thank God, I'm gonna get to watch Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Is that, Do you know what I mean? That's not a title. <laughs> I think it, it is. is not. I really. It is not. I really think it is. Wow, wow, that's really a lot. Um, oh I, I won't be seeing that. I won't be seeing that at all. Um, so, and tell our listeners how much you got a ticket to go to Los Angeles for. Well, actually, because I got it so last minute and because I made sure that there were no connections, it was just under $200. Still nothing. Cause I mean, compared, but you know, I've been seeing flights for $55 to Los Angeles. And are you going first class? No. Oh, well, how much was first class? Did you even look? <clears throat> I didn't look. You know, I feel I'm I'm embarrassed about wealth. Right. So, but even if you could have gone first class for $250, you know what I mean? Right. Well, when I get to the airport, maybe I'll say, look, if I upgrade to first class, glass, yeah. how much will it cost? And she'll be like, well, how, what, what do you got in your wallet? $5? What do you have? Yeah. Oh, that would be heaven. I mean, my first first class during a pandemic, that'd be wonderful. It's really, um, oh, you haven't been first class before? Never. Oh. I know. It's not, it's amazing. It is, does feel strange, because I mean, old. I would have thought at some yeah, point you would have been flown I'm somewhere. I'm 40. Somewhere. No. Mm-mm. It's just, it, what hasn't, it's not to be. I'm not a person of means, and I am a costume designer. Which is truly the bottom, the very, very, very uh, bottom of the barrel. The bottom of the bottom. Yeah. Sloppy bottom. Wow. And um, so I, I, uh, I don't get flown first class. I've, well, I mean, the times when I've been flown first class were for commercial shoots and that really weird thing that happened when we were leaving Brazil. Oh, right. Yeah, because they... But having been both a dancer and a costume mm-hmm. designer... Mm-hmm. Two famously wealthy gigs. professions. <laughs> <laughs> two famously useless and neglected professions. Um, mm. I don't fly first class. Uh, that's fine. I've, I, I'm an excellent flyer, as you know. I, I sit down, I watch ten movies, or I sleep. I try to do a crossword puzzle, mm. and I'm wherever I need to be. Well... One part of me wants you to document the whole thing, and another part of me wants you to keep gloves on the entire time and to have wipes. And t- So when you, you don't have wipes and you don't have Purell, we know this. 
No, but I do have some alcohol and peroxide, so I could make some wipes and put them in a Ziploc bag. You should absolutely do that. And I also yeah. think you should use a travel size thing and fill it with alcohol. And then okay. you can just spray, like spray your hands and your gloves. And I mean, just... I have, I have very little alcohol, unfortunately, but peroxide will do in a pinch. Do you have any bleach? I do have some bleach. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's this, it does feel like all these things that were like, oh, I don't want to breathe that, it's bad for me. We're all like, scrub it down with bleach. Oh my God, I was watching a YouTube video the other day where someone was eating French fries and they sprayed it with Lysol because it had come from um, no from McDonald's. No. It was, I felt like a joke, but also it did happen. I did watch the Lysol hit the French fry and go in their mouth. It must but have been But it was that psychotic um, makeup person, Jeffree Star. I don't, is she the one who has that huge palace? Yes. And she's like a YouTube fame person, yes. right? Well, also has like a cosmetics brand, but somehow mm. bought a $15 million house. Ugh. I don't know. I don't know how. What sh- and and sh- she got French fries, which she could have in and out burger or something. It got McDonald's delivery. Oh, McDonald's. oh. well, I, you know, in and out still going on. And that's my, that's one thing I'm really jealous of that you'll get to have in LA is you'll get to have in and out. Well, I doubt we'll be doing that. I think it'll be a lot of me walking to the Air One grocery store in Venice, which is the most expensive grocery store in the world. Uh-huh. And, um, and I will get provisions there and then walk them back to my house and eat, you know, $15 peanut butter. Ah, uh, it's going to be such a treat. You'll be able to do Instacart, you know, stuff like that. Deliver it. Well, which, whatever. It's right. all going to be fine. It'll be exactly like, it'll be the same, quite frankly, Jack. I'll still be doing Cunningham. I'll still be doing FaceTime. I'll still be cooking meals. I might even knit. You know what I mean? Nothing will have changed. And I will be watching movies, which is what today's episode is about. Today's episode is about movies. And as I watched them, and I watched them both today. Me too. I really thought, this is me and this is Reed. Like, can I tell you, wait, can I tell you one more story of today before we get into this? Because this uh-huh. is important. Yeah, absolutely. We're about to talk about movies, which is so important. It is. Obviously. Yeah. But today, my FedEx arrived from... Your teeth. The teeth thing. Oh, thank God. Called, I think it's called Bite. Me. Oh, I have the... Oh, it's called Bite. B-Y-T-E. Mm. Here's the mirrored brochure. Wow. You look good, but you're about to look better. Bite. <laughs> <laughs> And um, what arrives is several tubs of putty that you have to mix the white and the red putty together. So you have four tubs of white Mm -hmm. putty and four tubs of red putty. Mm -hmm. And you have four dental trays. Mm -hmm. And so they give you the timings of how you have to do it. So you have 30 seconds to mix the two epoxy resins or whatever together. You have 10... You have then 10 seconds to form it into a four-inch snake. And then you have... 10 more seconds to place it in the dental tray and get it in your mouth. Uh-huh. And then you have to let it sit in your mouth for three and a half minutes uh-huh. while it hardens. So you have to do that four times. So you do two on the top and two on the bottom in case you botch one of the attempts. Right. And it was, it was challenging. You did it already. Was, oh yes. Sent in. I already took it to the post office. Okay. I have so many questions. A of all, yes. I can't, my main complaint is that that wasn't documented. I would, like knowing how which part I you I want I would have wanted to see you set up the whole thing put a timer Jack, on but here's the thing Reed. luck 
You did it? I did a time lapse of me doing all the trays and the mixing of the putties. Please, this doesn't, you can't, You have to post this on our Dance and Stuff account. This okay. is for and Dance and um, Stuff. I mean, a time lapse is very fast, as it you is. know, so like... It is, but the thing... You won't get to see it in real time. I know, but I... Well, and I would have loved that, but at least I'll be able to... I'll, I can slow it down with my imagination, because I've seemingly, actually, <laughs> at this point in time, can do anything with my imagination. And um, mm-hmm. so uh, it's just because you're so good at doing things like that. Like, if, I w- if someone was to be like, who could mix two things in 30 seconds, and then they have 10 seconds and 10 seconds, and I was to think of everyone I know, I would say it when we'll read. It'd be like, right. who could cut this piece of paper in a straight line? Right. Read, you know. They do send, um, they send images of, like, how it's not supposed to look. Uh-huh. And so I looked at those, and I thought, okay, I'm going to not do that. And then after I took the very first tray out off my top teeth, I was like, I'm really good at this. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe you should become a dental hygienist for when we get back to people's opening open mouths. I actually think teeth are gross. Okay. Well, yeah. then don't. Yeah, I mean, even looking at my own teeth closely, I'm like, ew. <laughs> well, and when I'm when we get to talking about your movie, I'm going to talk about teeth and that because talk about different times. Um, oh, so anyhow, I'm really excited about that. Now, tell me also what it was like when you went to the post office. That was interesting. There was one person working uh-huh. behind behind um, like meat locker plastic strips. Uh-huh. Not like plexiglass, but like the kind that's like that blow in the wind meat locker. Uh-huh. And they were strips. Very wide. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's so Extra fucked up. Wide. Uh-huh. And there was one woman and I saw a sign that said place your because you couldn't place your packages into like the normal receptacles, and I just had like a soft USPS package with like a label, you know, the prepaid label from the bite people. Oh, and very convenient, right? So I just had to throw it into a receptacle, but the receptacle where you'd normally do that, where you have to touch a handle, uh-huh. was absolutely not. So there were signs that said just place it in the green receptacle. I looked around; there was nothing green. No. I thought. What? So I looked at the lady behind the meat flaps and I was like, what, where do I put this? And she said, to your right, to your right. Meanwhile, it was absolutely to my left. And it was basically between two of the like teller desks. And it was one of those huge green rolling carts, but it was behind the counter. So you did throw your thing sort of over the counter into the bucket. Wait, did it have to... Were there meat flaps covering that counter? No. No, that was where there weren't meat okay. flaps, so you could kind of toss your thing into the thing. But you w- couldn't touch it. It was too far <laughs> to touch. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I thought that was a pretty good system. Right. I mean, not if you're, not if you're sending glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you have it. That's that's how you do it. That was... And that was the one time I left my house today. Well, that's... That was enough. Uh, well, there were movies to be watched, quite frankly. We, we did have homework, and I also had to teach today, have meetings, and then... Um, and I actually, I had started watching... I had already started rewatching Freeway, so I just really had to, like, finish and... Uh, to make sure I remembered the movie correctly, which I did, and go and watch 
the cutting edge. I did think about you while I was watching Freeway because I thought I'm going to have to rewatch all of the cutting edge because Jack may not watch Freeway, but he'll remember all of it. I, that's what I'm really good at is remembering. Whereas I didn't remember, I mean, I had such a thoroughly enjoyable experience rewatching the cutting Mm -hmm. edge. So I'm so grateful that I did because it was better than I remembered. Do you know who can quote the cutting edge? Who started like saying the lines before? Well, I've just said who it is. No, you didn't. Who do you think can quote through the cutting edge? Jen Harris? Jeremy Jacob. Really? Uh-huh. So we were watching it and like eventually he just started saying all the lines before they would say them. And I was like, I'm amazed. You know, there's only a couple lines I remembered from Cutting Edge, one of which was obviously Topic, which is iconic. Topic! And then I remember her. I remember more, more what I remember is Moira Kelly. I remember a lot of her faces. Mm hmm. Like, I remember her face when she opens the hotel room door I'm, and then you see her look past the woman and her son. She lifts her sunglasses. She brings her sunglasses down, actually. But, oh, right. Um, <laughs> I, I, what was weird was when you said faces, I knew it was going to, you were going to pick that. Because. Well, there's also, can I say one other face she uh-huh. does? It's when the Russian, the, co- the coach is explaining the Pamchenko to, to the male skater and then she skates into frame and she's like, that'll never work. I don't even remember what she says, but she's basically like, it's impossible. You mean to the, to the lead, when you say male skater, you mean the leading guy who she'll eventually be with? Yeah, yeah. what's his name? Doug? That's Doug. Um, right. So we'll talk about them chronologically because uh, Cutting Edge comes Cutting out in 92. first. Yeah. Um, and what I instantly couldn't stand the choppy slow motion that uh-huh. like that old timey slow motion that I was like, oh, this is going to be a theme. And what was re- my my main thing that I thought about watching the cutting edge was how much I wanted to rewatch Blades of Glory, which is the Will Ferrell um, mm-hmm. I played Napoleon Dynamite version of this movie, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which really made me laugh. I, and while I was watching The Cutting Edge and knowing I was going to rewatch through it, as I already said, I was like, this is Reed and this is me. Like it was, yeah, that's true. This, these movies are very, the Cutting Edge is for you and Freeway is mm-hmm. for me. That's correct. And if, uh, if, if someone was to look at the covers of these films and be like, I'm going to rent them, it's literally mm-hmm. renting you or renting me. That's right, because Cutting Edge, the cover is symmetry. Mm-hmm. It's it's light shining between two ice skating mm-hmm. bodies. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't even know. I'm sure the cover of Freeway is completely messy. No, it's it's Reese. It's it's Reese just looking at, you know, looking looking in this way like she's going to kill you. Uh-huh. Oh, so good. Anyhow, so the Cutting Edge, um, speak to me about your love of the Cutting Edge. So... You know, this Let's is do that. You're going to talk to me about why you love the Cutting Edge, and then okay. I'm going to. It's definitely like the OG ice skating movie, right? Yes. And I have to say, this is at the point where, like, my love of figure skating real. This was the seed of it, mm. I think. Where, like, from this moment on, it really was like figure skating is the Olympic sport. Well, it's incredibly know? hard and dangerous. Right, but then it also has, like, the beauty and the music element and, like, the sparkles and all of those things. So, for me, 
as a child, this was the point where I started to really, really follow all the Olympic skating events. And this was the, this was like Tanya Nancy time, you know, cause Lillehammer happened in 94, I right. think. And this really is her, her experience. Well, their experience as pair skaters of like winning against the odds is truly the original Tara Lipinski story. It's the original Sarah Hughes story, you know, of like the American underdogs coming in out of nowhere and cleaning up. You know what I mean? And do we know if they win the gold medal? We have no idea. Um, I, I also think that they win. Kelly, they win because they, you know, they, they do the Pamchenko. They do. They do. Um, a full, like, hilarious, psychotic, impossible. They die, They defy physics. Uh-huh, completely. Mm-hmm. But I, I think Moira Kelly is an amazing actress, and I think she definitely is, like, from the Shelley Long School of Actressing. And I think she's incredibly, iconically beautiful. And I think she, for me, was so magnetic watching this movie as a young young as a tween. I also felt like I, and it was, I love that you brought up her facials because I feel I've witnessed you do some of her faces. And so I actually felt that she was very iconic for you inside Mm. of that. Um, uh, What else has she been in? Who is she? Um, Was this her breakout role? Kind of. She, she was in a couple like movies with all those other, um, what were that? What was that group? The Rat Pack, Brat Pack, kind of group. I don't know. Which is like Emilio Estevez and the people from the Breakfast Club, but they were just before her. Okay. Um, but she she was in. Are you ready? Yes. She was in that David Lynch, Twin Peaks prequel movie. Right. She plays Donna. She she comes. She's in um, Firewalk with me. That's why she looks so familiar. Is yes. she takes over for Sherilyn Boyle, who, Boyle? What's her name? No, Sherilyn Fenn. Laura Flynn. Laura Boyle. Flynn Boyle. Sherilyn thank Fenn. you, thank you. It's the You're, the Twin no. Peaks cast is incredible. Is Laura Flynn Boyle in Twin Peaks? Laura Flynn Boyle is Donna. She's, oh, but is Sherilyn Fenn also in Twin Peaks? Yes. <laughs> yeah, big time. Big time. Laura Flynn Boyle plays Laura Palmer's best friend, and she has this, like, incredible... I think it's in episode one where she sees someone running across the quad and they realize that Laura... Like, that Laura Palmer's dead, and she starts crying and holding her wrist. And it is uh, such a 2020 moment. It, the, mm. What she looks like in crying and holding her wrist is a big 2020 moment. Anyhow, um, yes, she, that's why she, Moira Kelly uh-huh. looked so familiar. Because I was like, yeah. I know her, but I can't quite place it. But if anyone's ever heard this podcast, they know that David Lynch is really my I love and um, it is because she takes over for being Lara Flynn Boyle as Laura mm. Palmer's best friend in the prequel Firewalk with me. Right. She's incredible in it. I mean, she is an excellent actress. She, she is. has many, many scenes in The Cutting Edge where she really knocks it out of the park. And she her iconic kind job. of Jackie O moment when she comes at hotel room hungover in the morning and then gets in the elevator with him. And like, it's, 
It's really good. And the way that she cries is really good. And her anger is really good. And her sarcasm is really good. And she's very funny, which I, which is so appreciated in this movie. And very strong. Very strong. It's really, yeah. I really, um, I, I loved that. I thought she was, you know, who she, I kept, I kept being like, is that her? But it's not. I kept thinking it was the woman who's in the hand that rocks the cradle. Um, uh, Bridget Fonda. Mm-mm. That's um, single white female. Oh, the hand that walks. It's Shiar- De Mornay and Sharvo, Sharvazo, Annabella Sciorio. Yep, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the th- only thing that I can remember. Names. You're so good at that. I'm really good at telling, talking through an entire plot of, and memorizing lines quickly. And you're really good at yeah. names. Um, it's, it is uncanny. I think the casting, their chemistry is unbelievable. In rewatching, I was like, this is amazing. I can't believe how hot they are for each other. He was so hot in this movie in that like super like corn prints kind of way. Super Minnesota. I mean, when he's been, he's had his first day at the rink and then does that walk away with like. Wa- their ice bags have now turned to water that are on his hips and his legs look oh. so great or when he runs down the hall in the towel for- in the towel woof he honey great. he looks yeah. great but how about that that Russian ice skating coach is also so hot for him yeah when he's rubbing his legs his upper inner oh, thighs yeah. and stuff and they're like living together or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. in that training house I was like this is such a dream for this like queen ice skating coach <laughs> I it's that is a subplot for sure. Um, oh yeah, her dad is played by a dad who's going to be like many creepy stepfathers to come. I believe he's in he's in every movie from the early nineties as the creepy stepfather. I don't know if that's true, but he is. He, it seems know? that way. I th- I really felt like he was in this movie called Stepfather, but um, I I can't recall. Um, I I loved that like homophobic slash non homophobic scene where like they're the two U.S. Nationals teams are meeting for the mm-hmm. first time and, like, the female skater from the other team is like, oh, hey. Mm-hmm. And then the, her partner's like, oh, hey. Yeah, and the, her partner's and he, like, and I he, see why you've kept him to yourself all this time. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, this is gross uh-huh. or whatever. And she's like, get used to it, honey. Yeah. <laughs> that At that scene, I turned to Jeremy and I went, is this a homophobic movie? I, I, no. I did say it at that point. I Because guess what? It turns out to not be Brian's fault that they fucked up in the world in the last Olympics or the world right. championships or whatever. It was hers. It was her fault. Yeah. 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 Because he watched the tapes over and over again. Um, that was an amazing scene where she's apologizing at the dinner she, t- at that table in that lodge. It's so great. What a great monologue to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's walks away sobbing back to camera. Uh huh. And then it's just icy. She's like, I'm retiring tomorrow. I've got to go. I'm packing my bags. It's all very you. It's a very you kind of mm-hmm. moment. No, mm-hmm. no, it's fine. And then it's like, yes, let's do it. Let's go for it. <laughs> she goes, I feel like kicking ass today. Yeah. <laughs> I, so in terms of talking about teeth, was I was really like, because, you know, in Freeway, we're going to see Reese's teeth, which are, like, so iconically straight and white. And yes. these, Moira Brennan. Kelly. For sure. <laughs> and, um, wait, Moira D.B. Sweeney. <laughs> D.B. Sweeney's the name of the guy who plays Doug? 
Uh-huh. You can just call him Doug. Well, who, what else has he been in? He's truly, like, straight to video. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And also, I think television. I think he's definitely television. Because their teeth are are way more, like, pre-whitening agents and oh, yes. corrective, what have you. Yes, very yeah. natural. Yeah. They, it's a very... I think her eyebrows and her hairdos and outfits, that outfit they're training in at that Nationals was so amazing. They had the, like, sort of matching outfit. It was so good. It was... So good. Yeah, she had all the great outfits. I didn't, I have to say, I didn't love the movie. And I think... I could feel that immediately when it started. I was like, oh, Jack won't like this. You're right. (laughs) And I didn't. I really... I was like, God, it takes... Everything takes so long before the internet. That's sort of what I... I was like, it felt like it Mm -hmm. just felt slow. It felt um, like this kind of... This... Uh, way of Jeremy's doing stuff. Oh wow, it's all happening. Do you want? Why don't you wait for me to help you? What's he doing? Our food was brought now. Oh, the food was. Our brought. groceries were brought now. Yeah, which is a fiasco, as we know. When the groceries are brought. Oh, because soggy pizzas. Soggy pizzas like and it. what? Oh, soggy. Soggy pizzas. pizzas and what have you. Read, let, can I help him with this? It's a lot. Yes, and then I, we're going to take a break and we're going to have to decompress about cutting edge just a little more. Before oh, we, we will absolutely come. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a little break and um, just so I can help I Jeremy. It's a perfect time for a it's break. It's a perfect time for a break. Don't wet the pizzas. <laughs> Do not wet the pizzas. Don't wet the pizzas. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay, hi, ladies. Oh, welcome. Hi, welcome. Hi, hi, hi we're here. Hi, we're here. It's okay, Reed so, and Jack. Yeah, you need to go to iTunes. Have you heard of iTunes? Go there. It's and we need a, you to um, rate, what you call it? comment. It's a storage thing for music and sound. <laughs> you're going to go to iTunes and you're going to go to Dance and Stuff podcast. And rate and comment. And you also have to subscribe, absolutely. And subscribe. And because the more comments we get, the more listeners we get, and then the more people you can talk about this podcast with. Uh, also, also, don't forget that we are still on YouTube. We have a bunch of videos we made. Go check them out. And not also, only made, you can also watch videos we like. Yeah, that's true. You can also watch videos that we like. Also, uh, we have a Patreon. Please consider supporting us. And um, because and I would say, here's your my recommendation. Knowing the demographic of our supporters, uh-huh. cap it off at five. Don't think that you need to give us any more than $5, because if all of you gave us $5, we would build the Dance and Stuff Center for Podcast Education Upstate. Tea, so honey, tea. this is basically our Kickstarter, like Marina Abramovic. Except we'll follow through. Thank yous. Oh, God. This fucking... When you get groceries, do you want... Are you doing what I do? You wash it on the sink? I've been washing anything non-porous in the sink, aka uh-huh. like you know things in plastic bags that are sealed, and also things with uh, you know hearty fruits and vegetables with uh-huh. skins. Uh-huh. Um, and then as far as the things in paper, plastic, that kind of stuff, I just kind of like don't touch it for a while, and that's fine. What do you mean a while? few hours a few hours uh-huh okay 
I like wash like a milk carton. Uh, everything just goes through it. Like I just washed a milk carton, and also as I washed the yogurt in like hot boiling soapy water, I thought, well, what's the point of even having yogurt? And I just kill all of the bacteria no, that's in there. No, no, no. You probably brought it more to life. Oh, brought it more to life. Oh, I love that. Thanks, Reese. You can leave your yogurt out overnight if you want the cultures to be really active for your bowels in the morning. Oh, that's so good to know. I'm going to start doing that. You know what I haven't had in forever, in at least a month, is a kombucha, and I'm having it right now, and it is... It's your alcoholic beverage. (laughs) It's all I have left. All I have left, I can't even, I don't even smoke anymore. It's been weeks and weeks of that. It, it'll be fine, I think. Um, I don't know if it'll be fine, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, I was just talking through your phone. Yeah. You were just there talking we right out of my phone and it might that be won't fine. Work. We'll cut all that. No, that's going to sound horrible. Well, Jeremy's, Jeremy can cut around it, I'm sure. We weren't talking no. over each other very much. There's no... I'm not going to have him cut Oh, my God. Okay, well, let me catch you up on what I just fucked up, which is that Jack drank a kombucha, and we went over the things you can and cannot wash in the sink when they come in from the delivery food. I drank a kombucha. You are having a kombucha. Um, So we're back, and we're going to finish talking about The Cutting Edge, a movie I did not love and that you knew as soon as you began rewatching it that I wouldn't. And why did you think I wouldn't love it? You don't like uh, straight love stories. That's correct. And I don't. I don't necessarily care about them, but this I think this one was right up my alley um, <laughs> for some reason. And maybe it was the f- feathered bangs. I don't know. It really, <laughs> really worked for me. Although I have to say that that redhead skater who seduces um, the hockey Doug. player, who seduces mm-hmm. Doug... Um, after he's just done the very responsible thing of not having sex with um, Moira Kelly because mm-hmm. she's so plastered, um, he he does have sex with the redhead feathered bangs. And when she shows up at his door, um, she looks truly ugly and she looks 50, 55 years old. She looks much better in the morning when her hair has calmed down from all the hairspray. Isn't that interesting? So what you're saying is that we're in a better place now with hairstyles of kind of letting them just be. I mean, it depends on your head shape, I guess. (laughs) Depends on your head shape is important. (laughs) I really liked the music that plays when they're doing the montage of all the different ice skaters because it sounds exactly like the music that'll play in 1994 Showgirls during Goddess. And um, they're kind of like, bow, bow. really loved and then I I just made me appreciate Showgirls even more of just the music that was used just Mm. the way that Verhoeven was like America's trash I have really come around on like 80s movie soundtrack synthesizers like there's a moment where they show they pan over the barn the skating barn in Greenwich and it's snowing outside Mm. and they're playing Uh like kind of About. Ba- baby boom sentimental mm-hmm. synthesizer music mm-hmm. and i'm like i love it this is this well, is it's not home. 80s girl this is 90s oh right early 90s I, the, it's it's really the 90s synth is very much though it does 
it certainly does is starting, I think, in the 80s. But we are, you know, it's it's also very Heathers, mm. you know, this kind of, or... Mm. Um, Isn't Moira Kelly just kind of exactly like Phoebe Cates, but with blue eyes? Oh, yeah. You know, I love Phoebe Cates. I want to, I would have loved to have seen a movie with Phoebe Cates, Moira Kelly, and I can't say her name. Uh, I mean, uh, you, can you just I? said a hand that rocks the cradle. Annabella Shioria? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, this movie was directed by someone, I can't remember his name, who, uh, this will be meaningful for someone, not me, but he was um, Starsky on Starsky and Hutch, a show I've never seen. I never saw that. Do you even know what it was about? Detectives. Are you sure? That's a guess. <laughs> I think they're cops. I think Starsky and Hutch are cops. Okay, same thing. But maybe What's they're the detectives. <laughs> detectives like sleuth around a corner now, and they're like oh, Sherlock Holmes. I'm thinking like, what about that kind of detective? I wouldn't I be a great private detective, or like um, a well, CIA agent? Well, you'd certainly be. You'd feel your undercover would be really good. People would, would have, be. They wouldn't expect. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like. They'd whip around and be like, stop following me, woman. And I'd be like, I'm so sorry. Like, run down a alley. <laughs> um, you guys, run, don't walk to follow Lana Del Blob on Instagram. I mean, Jack is truly it, tremendous. Jack Murphy, it, is that his last I, name? Yeah, my, like, it's my daughter kind of in this way. Jack Murphy is my top choice to replace me in all of your work in the future. Wow, that's incredible. So we found the younger you for when I we do Nightlight Bright Light well, with younger versions of I ourselves. I did send one of his dances out to the dance um, group, text group I have with Heather, uh-huh. Stuart, Mark, Maggie. And Stuart just wrote back, that's, isn't that you? <laughs> <laughs> was it the one with Jack in the Curtain that you sent me? No, oh, the that process? was amazing it, today. It is it was it is uncanny how close you two are. He really is your daughter, actually. It's true. <laughs> it's really he. It is really uncanny. It's it's incredible. Yeah, this the curtain is, was really. This good. is my creative process, literally. <laughs> no, it was very you. I, that is absolutely, absolutely you. Um, uh, I uh, speaking of Instagram, let's do a little catch up on that. Are you watching any of the? Oh, he's. He is so wonderful. Um, she's an elder queen, and her last, she's southern and small, and she'll tell these oh, stories from about Willing Leslie Grace. Jordan. Leslie Jordan, yeah. Oh, what a not, treat! I've not been watching that, but I guess I should. I'll I'll send. There is so good. This one today uh, about his mom, and uh, it's really uh, it's incredible. I'll send oh, right. it to you. His character's name on Willing Grace is Beverly Leslie. <laughs> Beverly Leslie, that's incredible. And Karen Walker, so it's her nemesis, and she's going, Well, if it isn't Beverly Leslie. <laughs> I really feel like Karen Walker and Leslie Jordan. What is the one who plays? I can't remember anyone's names. It's really terrible. Megan Mullally. I bet they had the best time. I bet Megan Mullally and Leslie Jordan had the best time. One time, um, Lindsay Clark came home from a shop that used to be in NoHo called like something like Leslie Jordan. It was called like, <laughs> it was a name like that. If only I could okay. remember. 
Okay. And she was like, I bought some stuff today. Can I try it on for you? And I was like, yeah, of course. And she put on this dress that was made of like a jersey. It was like a knit. And it was like, it was like um, mid thigh and very, mm-hmm. very fitted, but it had shoulder pads. And it was, it was, had been printed, but like the dress had been crinkled up when it was printed. So once the dress had been steamed out, you saw the like gaps in the print, you know, like kind uh-huh. of shreddy gaps. Shattered. Uh-huh. Exactly. Shattered mm-hmm. print. Mm-hmm. I cried with laughter <laughs> because clearly Lindsay had had like a psychotic shopping adventure at, at Beverly Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was so amazing did she laugh with you or did she she just but she was kind of like i did have a moment of thinking maybe this was going to be a good dress for me and i was i thought well yes i think that is a good dress for you but also it's comedy and did she keep it or she return it you know i don't know it probably was so inexpensive it wasn't worth returning that's my that's my memory but you know my memory (laughs) But I'm sure we'll be I mean, having Leslie on in these Corona... Leslie. Lindsay on in these Corona times. We are. We are going to... We absolutely have to have Lindsay Clark on, and I want to hear that story. And I also want to say that I think it's all about the comedy wardrobe at this point. Absolutely. I think everyone find your comedy wardrobes, and that's what we want to see on Instagram. I wore, as I wore white socks and a unitard and a, uni- and a heat tech top for Cunningham today, and barrettes. I saw it. I saw it. It looked really them. nice. Thank you. I saw it. It looked really nice. I didn't spend too much time on Instagram today because I didn't. When we do our Instagram lives, it just, it wipes me out. Okay. It really... Does it's it, a full... Does it make you feel as if Instagram should just be you talking at me? No. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, that, that's what I wish it... That's why I don't want to open Instagram the day after it. Because it's Cause sad. I'm like... You're like, where's me? <laughs> uh, no, actually, it's... It's it's a thing of like I feel I've had my full like there's so much that goes on in in the live shows there's there's questions there's comments there's directions that were given mm. um, you know it's a real wouldn't it be fun if you had an Instagram where every day you opened it up and someone had done it for you and you didn't even know what it was gonna be oh, that is wonderful is that what happens for celebrities they give their account to their yeah. manager do you that's think that's what, what happens happened? for well, Reed and Harriet Harriet gets to look at it every day and be like look at that. Oh, that's fun. Well, I also do feel that way when you post something from my work. I love that. I, I love seeing. It was so beautiful. It made me think I need to find a, a stellar clip from that solo to post, and I will. Well, any clip will. from that solo is stellar. It's true. Yes, <laughs> yes, Reed. Yes, I'm really. What I'm really living, and that we're definitely finding in during COVID nineteen in 2020, is. Um, that god 2019 was such a hideous year and here it is still having to hear about 19 and 2020 it's just covid it's just i the 19 will not leave me alone which i will say for myself as an adult 19 was also a difficult year anyhow um uh and it's interesting because we're going to talk about freeway in a moment that tara subkoff was in and i was with tara when i was 19 anyhow um what was I talking about? Um, we're going to talk about Freeway. You were talking about how hideous this year was. Uh, talking about My Little Pony. Talking mm-hmm. about people bragging about themselves. 
Ah, yes, you. So, um, <laughs> what we have found out in 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 COVID nineteen is actually you need to be seen. It's so great here. We I here I would have thought it's this is really where you and I do hold hands and how much we want to be seen, and yet it's also where like I'm more of a Leela. Like I definitely am. Like I could disappear. I could absolutely just erase myself mm-hmm. from everything. Mm-hmm fully goodbye, mm-hmm. and, you know, and you are like, I do need to be seen. Mm-hmm. And it is this sort of lay new esque tension. Mm-hmm. I do um, feel like I'm having a traditional response via Instagram to this virus because <laughs> I, <laughs> 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 oh, that is the best um, laugh I've had in, in weeks. I um I have <laughs> That's so how COVID much should time. always be described with italicies, full and italicies. <laughs> virus. It's like definitely queer the virus. Queer COVID. Okay, it's go a, on. This virus. I've had uh-huh. lots of time to um to do thoughtful Instagramming. Yeah, well, uh, thoughtful or just sort of like, please, likes. (laughs) (laughs) And did I have exactly as many followers as I did before this all started? I don't know. I bet you've got, I bet you've garnered some, my queen. At least a dozen. At least one per day. I bet you have garnered One follower a day keeps suicide away. That's what they say. Everyone, please keep following and liking (laughs) liking Reed's content. Please, my God, we have to keep her through this. Be her life raft. Be her, um, mm. her. Um, what are those things called that you put on your your floaties? Be her floaties. Uh, water wings. Water wings. That's what you call it when you slide up your arm. Yeah. When you fist an inflatable, it's called mm-hmm. a water wing. Water wing. Got it. They a have them in ballet, and when uh, often when ladies no. have t- tutus, they'll be given just like a little puff on two elastics that sits at their very upper arm as if it's like a puffed sleeve, even though their entire shoulder and um, decolletage is naked. <laughs> What's that for? To look like a puff sleeve if we're, if we're doing period <laughs> ballet, even though all, their entire leg is, is revealed just straight from the toe all the way up to the crotch. You can see the whole thing. I, yeah, and just like a straight out tutu. I want little puff sleeves, I think. I think that's a Luke. That would be quite great. It's just black elastic with a black sack of mm-hmm. fluid on uh, it. Oh, interesting. Wouldn't that be interesting if it was fluid? Mm-hmm. Kind of move around, squish well, around very on my shoulders. Heavy, you know, it would just fall right. down, be very <laughs> saggy. <laughs> but I, could I just want a, some I could heavy, saggy. diaphanous sleeve. I love that. I would love that. Yeah. Um, I, that sounds wonderful. I am getting uh, wow. into my studio tomorrow so I can get you the materials for it. I, how, I'm so curious how you're going to feel Sad. going to your studio. Yeah. The empty yeah. studio. I mean, it's not empty. Em- the studio full of old work that just stopped in its tracks. It did. It really just stop. It's like going into the Edward Scissorhands house where the, the, you know, the inventor just dropped dead when he gave Edward those hands. Avon calling. Avon Ugh. calling. That oh, movie. by the way, yeah. there's someone from Edward Scissorhands in Freeway. 
There is. Yeah. I want you to figure it out. She's only in the beginning. It is a woman. The school teacher? No. It's not her mom. No. Amanda Plummer. That's Amanda Plummer. It's not in Edward Scissorhands. She's in the beginning, and she's not the cop. Oh, she's... She's her parole officer. Exactly. The foster I love care that. Later. I love that. The foster care parole. Yeah, I love that actress. She's one of the ladies who lives in town in Edward Scissorhands. I, that's right. That's right. So now to Freeway, a movie that I love, loved and love, that as I watched it, I was like, I also was like, I wonder if Reed doesn't like this because it is really... It's violent. People are really hostile and swear. And um, it's dark. It's very dark. It's very messy. And it's It's, it's very violent. It is. It's incredibly violent. I love Freeway because I love that... I love... Ava Reese Witherspoon is incredible. She's very good. And I have to say, like, the difference in acting between... Her and Moira Kelly. cutting and cutting edge acting. It's it's a big it's a big difference. It's the things that Reese can do in terms of thinking through or pausing over a line or finding the language in seemingly any character is has consistently been utterly impressive. Well, she is gifted with with language and script in that same way that Parker sort of is where they make yes. very like unconventional choices but but Reese that feels so much more human like I right. feel like when in doing so it feels like you me anyone you know as Mar- that Marilyn July movie you me everyone we know there's something in making in having those choices around it that uh, is so quotidian and so contemporary that I love. And it is this thing of really finding the language. Or, like, I love just when Reese in Freeway, she's like, I guess you're right. Like, when she, when she's like, it, that was how I felt. Like, it, like, when things dawn on her or, or when she just loses it. it it's also just people who, who doesn't want to see Brooke Shields? Who doesn't want to see Brittany Murphy? Who I mean, Brittany Murphy is what a loss for mm-hmm. us in terms of actors. She was truly unstoppable, and like, also Alana Ubach, who like pops up in all these amazing things. Who's that? She's the one who she beats the shit out of her in prison. Oh, and then she ends up. They become friends, and they end up, and she kills the lady in the bathroom. Oh wow! What else has she been in? She's incredible. Yeah, she was in. Let me get there. She's definitely in Legally Blonde with Reese, but she's in Sister Act Two as one of the students wow. in the school. Wow! Very memorably wow. with red hair, and she's also plays recently in Bombshell. She plays that hideous Fox News lady. I didn't. I didn't see Bombshell yet. Oh. I have to do it. So that's something I'm going to get to watch. But she during... plays that, you know, the lady on Fox News who's a judge and her, like, eyes are kind of crossed and she's like, can you believe it? Like that. <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> Ale- like, Elaine. I don't know. I've never seen Fox News. 
There's a woman who says, can you believe it? That seems correct. That sounds like absolutely every one of the talking heads. And of, she's a judge. She, she goes by judge. Judge. Oh. Ugh. A judge. What is going Right. It's going to... Well, as you think about it, I'm going to talk through some more of this movie. So, score by Danny Elfman. Oh, Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, really you know, good. and it's all... Although, it's, I have to say, there's too much heavy metal. It gets loud and... Well, it's very, it's right, it's in this, it's in the same time bracket that he does uh, To Die For. Oh, uh, see, so, that's a movie that is sort of like equally indie, kind of peculiar, that I really, really liked. Yes, we all love To Die For, and I also love Freeway. And though the soundtrack to Freeway does sound very, very similar to To Die For. You know, I had the To Die For soundtrack, and I used to listen to it while I'd drive to high school. Um... Or a rave. Uh, and I just love this movie. And I love that this young female protagonist takes care of herself and um, also takes care of business for six psycho men. Janine Pirro. That's her name. Never heard of her. Well. Judge Judge Janine. Yep. Judge Janine. And she Never goes, heard of her. She goes, I can't believe that everybody's so against Donald Trump. Like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I just, and I I love the part when she has the gun on that guy later on in the movie where she's getting towards the end. And he's like, why are you doing this? And she's like, because I'm fucking mad and the world owes me. Like, so great. I'm really, really, well, the part where like her character, oops. Sorry about that. Let me turn that off. Um, when Kiefer Sutherland cuts her Who's hair so off incredible. with that uh-huh. razor just in a flash and she has almost yeah. no reaction to it. Mm-hmm. It's really, that's when you're like, oh, you're amazing. Like you are, you're going to make this all work out. Yeah. She's, she's definitely, she's, it's a tough, it's a tough character. And I also like the movie because it is a movie that I feel has a political standpoint of, no, we cannot try juveniles as uh, minors, as majors, as, um, <laughs> as adults. And, um, Minor and dance, if, major and, and poli-sci. And as they're, because, um, and also what's been going on for them in their home life that has that has made them this way. Yeah. Um, the guy who plays the detective is that wonderful actor. Dan Hedaya. Um, I guess. And and his co-detective is that hot actor. I don't know any of these people. And Amanda Plummer in the beginning, gosh, she's always terrifying and always playing that role, I feel like. Yeah, a woman of on like the verge. A, well, a drug addict mom. Like, yeah. it's just really... It's... It's just great. And I, I like that. I love that Reese gets to save herself at the end. You know, these cops show up or detectives, as you say, and you think they're going to come in and save the day. But fortunately, she just kicks the shit out of Kiefer Sutherland. That's um, amazing. I love how she keeps laughing at him as he gets ugly. Oh, it's so good. It was so good when she's, yeah, when she's um, on trial and she's laughing around and calls him chipmunk. Does he die? She kills him in the end. She strangles him. Oh, yeah. It was so kind of like, oh, and now it's the end. Yeah, and then she's done, and then she, her makeup's turned down her face. She just got a cigarette, and that's the end of the movie. And that's the end. And the yep. cops are like, you're so cool. 
And they are. They're absolutely like, thanks for killing that child murderer and helping us solve the case. Oh, God. Anyways, this movie was directed by Matthew Bright, who... Gosh, what else did he direct? Um, For Freeway. He's only directed four movies. One of them is called Tiptoes. One of them is called Bundy. And he, he, he directed a movie called Freeway 2, Confessions of a Trick Baby. In That's the- right. With Natasha Leone. You're kidding. Uh-uh. It's with Tasha. Is it the same kind of movie? Have you seen it? Um, I think I did see it. And I feel like I remember loving her because she's so incredible. But I, I, I can't. It's not... It's not sticking with me as much as this movie was, which is also such a very 90s kind of uh, could only be made then. Yes. It is a movie that there was this time in indie filmmaking in that existed in the 90s, a little bit into the early aughts. And then it was like, bye. And yeah. some movies that I would put in there that I'm like, these are some a few of my favorite things like this movie, House of Yes with Parker, um, Safe, mm. uh, Todd Haynes with Julianne Moore, um, my mind went blank. That's uh, okay. The, like, the, those kinds of, those kinds of movies Wait, I really love. I mean, quite frankly, To Die For is, a, to die for is an indie. movies, is that his name? Martin Donovan. I don't know who that is. Oh no, he's the guy who's in those movies, but who's, what's that director's name? Parker's in the movies too. Oh yeah, that um what's his name? Uh um Canadian. Can't do it. That's uh, okay, well, I'll get there. You keep I'll talking. Nev- I'll never remember it. Name some more indie movies, Jack. You can do it. That I some more indie movies that I really loved. Um Oh, I mean, everything that... And then that was going on with Killer Films at that time, which was so exciting. I mean, that was like Boys Don't Cry was going to come out early aughts. Um, Hal Hartley. Oh, Hal Hartley. All the Hal so Hartley great. movies. All of those. Um, Tara Subkoff, who plays the last girl they interview, was in Outside Providence. Tara Subkoff. Oh, the was one kind of, who like stands up and he looks at her camel toe and she sort of limps away because something's wrong. And she's a cane. Yeah. Uh-huh. Tara was in Outside Providence, and I have to say, I saw her dailies, and she was so incredible. She's so good. Her part got cut from the film, and then she ended up becoming a fashion designer, uh, and she did make a movie that came out a few years ago. Her and Chloe Sevigny are really good friends. Um, And her brand is called Something of Jesus. Saturday Jesus. I don't know. I can't remember what I can't remember what the the brand was called, but it was something cool in East Village like that. Saturday Jesus, Confessions of Christ, Saturday Christ. I'm about to find out. Tara Subkoff, Imitation Port- of Christ. Imitation of Christ. Come on, what a great title for a clothing line. I can't remember. I went to one runway show in the very beginning. And She's a I- Sagittarius like me. Well, there you go. She's great. Gotta, gotta love Tara. Um, and, and that's it. Those are the movies. You has told me to watch The Cutting Edge, and I told you to watch Freeway. And I, I, you... I, I highly recommend both. And, and Freeway has amazing performances by really many people. Um, and, Were you and shocked it, by Brooke Shields? It's the only interesting thing she's ever done. 
Oh, come on. What about when she was in um, Blue Lagoon? Nude as a 14-year-old? She didn't make that. That wasn't a choice. I didn't didn't see it. (laughs) I just know. Isn't it? It's about like a girl and her brother. I was like, I don't want to watch that. And then she was in Freeway and then she suddenly Susan. Do you know what I mean? She was also in a movie called Paper Doll, I think. Huh. Or something Dolls or like... I actually think her most interesting thing is postpartum depression and being an advocate for that. I think that's interesting. What about Latisse? Oh, Latisse as well. She turned her eyes brown with Latisse. She did? <laughs> well, apparently it pigments your eyes. Wow, that's incredible. Remember when we interviewed our friend, the Raquette, and Christina. You couldn't you couldn't get over her eyelashes? I still I'm still not over it. Well but she'd also it was something. You think she Latisse? It wasn't that. She told us what it was. No, she was, didn't. Yes, yeah, she did. She was. She said, yeah, they, they they were, like, created. With science? What are you talking about? With kisses from butterflies. So tomorrow you're going to go... So by the time people have heard this, you'll have gone to your studio, you'll have collected any kind of bleach or things you can soak paper towels in for your flight. Yeah. And, you'll and I be- just got word that there's hand sanitizer at a market on 3rd and 9th. 3rd Avenue and 9th Street, and I was told to go there early in the morning tomorrow, so I'm going to do that, see if I can get Purell, and then I'm going to go to my studio at 2 p.m., I'm going to gather what I can, and um, and then I'm going to... And the next time you continue. and I talk, you'll be in L.A. So here's my question, will you be doing posts from L.A.? Will you be, like, posting the beautiful weather and, like, trees and things like that? Yeah. Why do you think I'm going to get a lot of hate mail? I don't know. I literally already said it on this, on Instagram, you know, whatever. Right. It doesn't matter. Right. Look, everybody, I'm sorry. I know, like, people can find a lot of reasons why it's irresponsible to leave New York right now or, you know, civ- not civically minded because, you know, people want to stay. But I have a much more comfortable situation waiting for me in Los Angeles that is very responsible be- because I will be very separated from everybody else. And I have, I have already been in this apartment for over three weeks and I'm well and I'm not doing it anymore. Like, I don't know anyone else who is in as confined a situation as I am right. by themselves. Right. So I'm not doing it anymore. I'm leaving. I, I have I am fully here for it. I, I'm in a full support of it. This morning when I woke up, I thought it's the right thing to do. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I've had a good time. Like. Some of it's been not all bad. Instagram Live's been fun, and putting maps on my ceiling has been good, and I'm a little nervous about my plants, but I just realized that I'm going to put them outside on the fire escape, and they'll be fine, right? Um, sure. It'll rain. It'll rain or whatever, and that's, you know, it's, this is, this is no time to, the plant thing is a thing in leaving the apartment where it's like, oh no, what's going to happen? It's like, honey. Oh yeah, are your plants all dying in the apartment? No, there were our neighbors are watering them. Oh, that's nice. See, I actually, I'm going to, there's someone I know in the building and I'm going to text him to see if he would want to bo- adopt my plants for the time being. Maybe, maybe he would. Maybe and then who knows? Him. Because I, I, I don't know. You might, I might be giving you a call in um, May and being like, well, I'm on the road driving to LA. Oh, you coming to me? Yeah, maybe I maybe I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll come to LA and and drive out there and have we can um drive up to San Francisco or Yeah, you should absolutely to, do that. 
say hi to Jane. Maybe we'll somehow do our road trip this summer with masks and gloves and bottles of bleach in a car. It'll be great. That sounds it's fun. Very, it's very Mad Max. Come pick me up in LA and then we'll go see Joe and Lauren in San Francisco. So I, it's hard for me to picture this car getting to LA. Um, and my, you know, it's, it's Is this still the same car from last summer? It, girl, I've had this car for, since it's the I first car I've had as an adult. Time, time for a time for a replacement. It is in August and they keep calling me and being like, why don't you come in now? And I was like, cause I don't want to come in right now, honey. This is like red alert. This is essential work only, honey. This is leave your apartment if you must, or in my case, this house, if it's like an exercise Red moment. alert. I remember when I was in uh, Valley Met, I used, there was an amazing library and I would go there and rent videos and I'd get like, you can get like four or five at a time and they had an mm-hmm. amazing video library. So I, I would get like weird, and that's how I saw all these like indie Hal Hartley films and stuff. I remember one of them, probably that, um, what's that gay film distribution company where the glass shatters? It's called like Shattered Glass or something. <laughs> and it's a gay film distribution company. I Completely. do not know. Anyways, they would always show a preview for this movie called like Red Earth or something. And it was about like guys in some like, you know, muddy, dry place falling in love in Jane's, Jane's, Jane's. Jane's. Wow. I want to see that. I'm sure it's terrible. But I never did see it, but I always h- wished I could see it. Um, did you ever see the Hal Hartley film, uh, which was about Jesus? And he lands in New York, and PJ Harvey plays Mary Magdalene? No. That's good. Um, well, that's that. Uh, there's Jeremy, I see him. Oh no, that's your, that's your elbow. <laughs> <laughs> It's absolutely time for you to get out of that apartment. Oh my god! It is absolutely time for you to do it. And oh, do you want to really... see something? Do you want to see something fun? That one of our, one of the great friends of our podcast is is pertinent in this situation. Oh, wow! Look at Anthony in Opera News on the cover. So cute! I love a cartoon of him. An illustration of Anthony Roth Costanzo as part of the fifteen Opera News Awards. And then there's some great pictures of him on the inside. I now have, um, I was gifted a subscription to Opera News. That's so nice. Love um, that picture of, oh, of Anthony. I know, in his Raph Simmons gorgeous costume from Glass Handle. Beautiful. And then here he is, Akana 10. Thank you for showing me these things, which our listeners can't see in this moment as we're doing this. But um, you and I will talk bef- uh, before you get on your flight and after you get on off your flight and ladies and other please uh tune in on tuesdays at 8 p.m eastern standard time 5 p.m la time um for instagram oh. live uh with dance and stuff and before you go this is just going to take a moment i'm going to read you all a poem um it's going to take me one second to get there so we can either edit this out or just continue talking for a moment. I mean, I think people are happy to have a five-hour podcast. What's the point of the poem? It's a nice poem for our listeners. For our listeners or from one of our listeners? Um, both, in a way. It's from my, my friend Courtney posted it the other day, who lives in Idaho, and I 
I wanted to read it for you. So this is um, a poem called Something Lovely. And it goes like this. And people stayed home and read books and listened and rested and exercised and made art and played and learned new ways of being and were still and listened more deeply. Someone meditated, someone prayed, someone danced. Someone met their own shadow and people started thinking differently and people healed. And in the absence of people who lived in ignorant ways, dangerous, mindless, and heartless, the earth began to heal. And when the danger ended and people found themselves, they grieved for the dead and they made new choices and dreamed of new visions and created new ways to live and heal the earth fully just as they had been healed. And this is a poem that was written by an Irish poet named Kathleen O'Meara in 1869 after a plague devastated Ireland. Wow. Same. And then was and their peace. Mm. So it's going to be that last part of the poem that we'll, that we'll see. That's the question mark. That's the, yeah, it's in terms of Ireland post that date. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, it got dicey. It really did. So, um, what's to say about people? I don't know. I mean, we shouldn't get into politics, but I, you know, and we won't because it's really the end of the podcast. But I guess we all have got to vote for Uncle Joe now, and um, uh, just everyone pony up, and um, that's what it'll be. Yeah. And don't let your disappointment get the best of you. Mm -hmm. You will show up to the ballot and you will vote for Joe Biden. Hello. And whether you think that's unfortunate or not, suck it up. Suck it up. You have no choice For all those people who voted for Jill Stein and whatever (laughs) last time, you should feel incredibly guilty. Incredibly guilty. (laughs) Do you understand? And you're not going to do it again. I mean, if you could only see Reed's Moira Kelly face on that. She means it. And I mean it too. I'm giving, I'm absolutely giving a Reese Witherspoon with a gun at your head. You have, you are going to vote for Joe Biden. Um, And that's just how it goes. That's, that's where we're at. And, um, but you know, New York will, just as last time we voted. And lest we forget, Hillary did win the popular vote. Yes. So... And had a few more of those Jill Stein people pitched in to the effort. Jill Stein. Can you imagine? Jill Stein. What a fucking no, joke. Ha, that, that is fucking truly, trash. That is a lack of citizenship to it, do something so thoughtless. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll never, I mean, we can never forgive her. And look where we are. Look yeah. where we are. Oh God. Because people thought they were being progressive. Yeah. and And here we are in the middle of... Uh, yeah, a plague with the government that's like, well, good luck. If you can't afford to take care of yourself, then I guess, you know, new babies will be born to be our servants. <laughs> you know, that's fine. If you die, we'll still have your children to enslave. Um, okay, well, I'm going to watch my brilliant friend. <gasps> Me too. Lovely chatting. It was so great talking with you. Is it, has episode four already come out? I think that's what we're about to watch tonight. All right. Well, I can't wait. And I can't wait for us to catch up 
um, in our personal lives and on Instagram Live. Also, there's another, we still have all of our YouTube content to watch. And it was bizarre that in November, I called it. I said, 2020 looks like no, no, and that's where we're headed. Um, and no, go back no. and watch that Thanksgiving episode with Reed and me and Cola Scola and Aaron Markey. I mean, what a trot. There's still Wonderful. things. All right. Well, um, like, subscribe, view all of it, and we loves you. And um, pray for Reed on her flight to L.A. Bye. 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 <laughs>